Welcome to the Multifamily Artist Podcast. I believe there's a rhythm and art in everything that we do. This is my journey about how I went from being a hip hop dancing engineer to a multifamily real estate investor. If you wanna learn more about how you can start investing in real estate, stay tuned to learn from multifamily real estate investors and hear how they found their rhythm and created their own sound investments. What's up everyone, welcome back to the Multifamily Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Koo, and I'm on the journey to go from hip hop dancing engineer turned multifamily real estate investor. This is the show where I interview multifamily real estate investors, discuss how they found their rhythm and created their own sound investments. Now today, we are bringing back the Lauren Jacobs. If you wanna hear his story, you gotta go back to uh, the episode a few days ago because this story is all about action items and there's going to be actually a special focus. There's, you know, there's going to be a touch on, on his story, but then also just finding ways on how we can get on the GPs, get on the GP team and um, figuring out different ways of adding value. So I'm excited to dive into this episode. Welcome back, Lauren. Thank you so much for coming back. Taylor, man. Thank you. Pleasure. Last time. I look forward to this one. This is going to be a lot of fun. So let's get rolling. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it. So, you know, first off, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, let's, let's just bring it back to, to how you even got into your first GP seat. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'll start back at the very beginning and, you know, there's a few steps that I've outlined. Some are, you know, pretty common. You've probably heard before, but, you know, good to reinforce because they're important. Uh, some I hope will be a little more original. So the first step is to just understand what do you want and why you know what are your goals do you have your goals written down you know if not go spend some time to write them down you know go take a goal setting workshop uh, but what's more important than the actual goal you write down is underwriting or writing down the why um, <laughs> underwriting the why <laughs> yeah under the goal right you know your why <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, why is that goal important to you? You know, why are you setting that goal? You want to get in real estate? You want to be a GP on your, your first deal? Why? You know, how how does that align with your, your goal, your vision, and the life you want to create? What happens if you don't achieve that goal? You know, what are, are there some, you know, reinforce your goals with some, some negative repercussions because that's going to help motivate you to achieve those goals. You need to understand the why and the potential positive outcomes. You also need to understand the what ifs I don't, you know, what if I don't, and that that'll push you to, to achieve that goal. You know, negative reinforcement is also very effective, you know, positive reinforcement and, and negative reinforcement combined together can be extremely motivating and very effective. Step number one, write down your goals, understand why they're written down. And if you can't come up with a, a great why, you know, you need to think about that or maybe adjust your goals a little bit. Step number two is, you know, your goals are leading you to, towards real estate, towards multifamily, towards being a general partner on a multifamily syndication. Step number two is just to, to get educated. You know, again, you know, I know this is a less original step, but it is incredibly important. You know, you go talk to uh, a syndicator, an experienced operator, and, you know, if you don't know the subject matter, if you don't know the lingo, you're, you know, good luck. Good, good luck getting on that GP. Um, so, so just, you know, read the books, 
listen to the podcasts uh you know go do research online go go join a get in your foot in the door in the network you know a network doing what you want to do get get a mentor get a coach whatever you need to do get educated you know understand the subject matter understand the material understand what a syndication is get educated about you know each of the different pieces you know the the underwriting and the analysis the due diligence the operations you know, markets, what markets do you want to be in? What don't you want to be in different asset types, you know, be able to have a conversation with people about those things and, and, you know, why you believe what, what you do and, and be able to, you know, challenge, ask, ask great questions, challenge common beliefs. Those are the things that are going to help you stand out as someone entering the multifamily space. Uh, third would be to, now that you've got a baseline education, you need to decide what specific area do I, you know, where do I want to add my value? And really there are, in my opinion, three areas that are valuable that you could enter into a deal as a GP, as a newcomer, as somebody new to the space. One would be acquisitions. What is acquisitions? What that means is you're going out there, you're talking to brokers, you're talking to sellers, and you are you're procuring an opportunity. You're finding a deal that makes sense. Uh, it's in a good market. It's the financials, you know, pencil well. That means that your, your analysis checks out. You know, it meets the returns that you're looking to achieve. And you've got something incredibly valuable now. You've got a deal that you can bring to an experienced sponsor. And you can certainly be part of that team should, uh, uh, you know, should the deal meet all of their criteria. That's number one. Uh, Number two would be to, you know, every deal that we come across, it needs money. You know, syndication means we raise money from passive investors to buy multifamily. I mean, in this sense. So can you raise $500,000 for a syndication? Do you have a high net worth network that you could go and raise money from, you know, educate them and, you know, convince them of the soundness of your opportunity and you know are they willing to invest money into you and and your deal if you can bring five hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars or more into a syndication into a deal uh, that's enough in most cases to get you on as a gp on it on a team third would be you know net worth and liquidity you know you can throw around your balance sheet as an opportunity to get get onto a deal, do you have a net worth, uh, you know, greater than a million dollars, two, five, ten million dollars? You know, do you have liquidity? We have, you know, in in most syndications or multifamily acquisitions, you know, of course, we leverage debt to to acquire these assets, and there are lending requirements that the team needs to meet. Typically. The team needs to have a combined, you know, a cumulative total equal to or greater than the loan amount, uh, a net worth that's equal to or greater than the loan amount. And, you know, in general, 10% liquidity. Uh, that's changed a little bit lately. You know, I've seen nine or 12 months principal and interest that they require in liquidity. Bottom line, if I'm buying a $10 million apartment building and we're getting, uh, you know, 70% LTV, uh, that means we're getting $7 million financed from the bank. That means that our team needs to have $7 million of net worth and roughly $700,000 in liquidity post-closing. 
I don't have that in the bank. You know, that's not my net worth yet, but I know people who do have that net worth and liquidity and they're going to have a fast track onto that team. You know, maybe you're that person, right? I so, definitely don't have, <laughs> have the liquidity. <laughs> so well, step, step number two is to identify which of those areas you uh, can add value, right? If, if you're not, you know, don't have the net worth, don't have the liquidity, that's fine. You need to, you need to be able to raise that capital or you need to be able to go out, find deals and, or, you know, be able to analyze and underwrite those deals. So decide which area fit in fits with your criteria, you know, fits with what you want to do and the value that you can add to a team. Next is you need to refine that ability. So now we've defined what your value proposition is going to be. Now we need to refine your value prop, get really good at it, get really, really good at it, be better than anybody else at it. Fourth is communicate with the network that should be constantly expanding your value prop. You know, I could be, I could raise $10 million, but if nobody knows about it, nobody's going to ask me to come raise money for their deal, right? If I don't tell anybody, hey, I can raise $10 million for, you know, five other, I can bring $2 million to five deals that you have. Oh, wow, great. You know, we've got a deal right now. We need help raising money for it. Come on in. If nobody knows about that, you know, I'm never going to get on a deal. So communicate your value proposition with all your network, you know, with, with everybody that'll stop and listen with all the operators out there, what you can do and what you can bring to the table. And, you know, that is how you get your foot in the door on the first deal. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And you know, something that was coming into my head too, and and I know this is kind of like overcooked because we've talked about this already, but even just like having access to that network, like within those sponsors, like if I didn't join this mastermind or by the sheer power of just like networking and talking to just like a bunch of people, I would not know any of these sponsors. Cause like originally in, in my head, I was like, dang, I don't really know anybody who has can even come remotely close to 7 million liquidity. And I was like, Oh, but then if I joined a group, there's gotta be at least a number of people that can. And so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Hmm. Let's, uh, you know, we're talking about the mastermind we're a part of. Let's give it a little shout out. MIH mastermind, Marco Babaro and, and you know, Hadar do, do an amazing job. But to your point, Taylor, there, there are a lot of those high level operators out there. Some of them have their own masterminds and things. You know, I wouldn't, I, I probably wouldn't be able to get the time of day uh, of, you know, Marco or these guys are incredibly busy. I mean, they're all very giving and, and just add tremendous value, which is why they are where they are. But, you know, it's, they're, they're busy. It's hard to get on their schedule. And, and if you want to get in front of them, get their time of day and be able to communicate your value prop with them, perhaps close a deal with them. You know, a great way to get a foot in the door is like we've talked about, you know, join a mastermind, get in their network. What do you need to do? You know, you need to pinch pennies and save up a little bit of money to, to get in there. You know, I think it's well worth it. Highly recommended. You don't have to do it, but uh, it will absolutely you know, help speed and fast track your, your journey. It'll accelerate your, your, your journey tenfold. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that the right term? Tenfold? <laughs> yeah, maybe more. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe even more now, you know, so something that uh, you brought is, you know, discussing the value prop on, you know, maybe, maybe finding deals or let's say raising money. Right. I feel like we've talked about this again, but and I'd love to just like get your take on this. Like when it, when it comes to raising money, 
outside of the multifamily industry, the people outside of the multifamily space, I feel like a lot of people just think it's easy. And, you know, in what's the question I'm trying to ask? Is that the key? Like, in order to raise money, like, and be educated, right? Like, what are what is what are some of the like the main concepts and like maybe terminology that you should know and you should cover before even asking people yeah. to raise money? Yeah, no, that that's a really good question. Uh, what what's the prereq? What's the prerequisite to, to raising money, basically? Yeah, that's Under, a way better way to ask under, that question. <laughs> understand syndications. If you're doing a syndicate, I mean, if you're raising money from a passive investor, you better be syndicating because otherwise that's, that's illegal. Ooh, Don't do that. Yeah. So, but again, you know, understand those things. So that was going to be my first thing is understand syndications understand you know you you don't have to know the ins and outs and and memorize all the legal jargon but understand the basic guidelines and regulations around syndications and raising money from passive investors understand some of the legalities you know if i say you know 506b exempt syndication like (laughs) sec exempt syndication what is what does that mean to you if you don't understand that you probably shouldn't be raising money from anybody yet but it's not going to take long for you to, to, to do a little bit of research and understand what that means. There's different types of syndications. There's different ways that you can or cannot raise money. Understand those legalities. Again, I learned all that stuff through a coaching program. It was spoon fed to me through, you know, online courses and videos and live events and all this stuff. And it, you know, it was great. I, I know it like the back of my hand now, what's the difference between an accredited and non-accredited investor? You know, it's really important to know and to understand when, when you're raising money. Some syndications allow you to raise money from a sophisticated, aka a non-accredited investor. Certain types of syndications don't. You need to have a pre-existing relationship with people with some syndications. You can or maybe cannot market to the general public your investment offering in different types of syndications. So just understand those, those differences, understand those ins and outs. I know Mauricio Rald is an SEC attorney that is huge into, you know, the multifamily syndication space and puts on a ton of educational resources. He's all over social media. So go look him up. Uh, Mauricio Rald, R-A-U-L-D. Uh, he, you know, give him a shout out. Uh, Mauricio. Mauricio has tremendous value. And, you know, you, you follow some of his content. He's got a YouTube channel. He's all over Facebook and and stuff, you know, he'll, he'll learn pretty quick following him what, what some of those ins and outs are. You know, another thing I'd recommend is, is setting up, you know, a CRM and early on, you know, all these people that you're touching with, don't, don't keep them rolling around up, up here in the noggin, have a hard place where you track their data, contact information. Are they accredited? What's their, what are their investment goals? Do you have a pre-existing relationship with them? Are they a new contact? Uh, how many points of contact do you need with them before they're considered, uh, you know, a pre-existing relationship? Uh, it, it's different in different circumstances and different cases. What, how much are they able and willing to invest? What's, what are their investment criteria? What types of investments are they looking for? What's their risk threshold? You, you know, answer some of those questions and and really get to know somebody, their investing philosophies and and really what they want to need and how you can help them achieve that. And then tailor you know, your offerings. To, <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> tailor your offerings to them based on their wants and needs. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's uh yeah, that was a long-winded answer, but <laughs> yeah, no, and, and you no, know, absolutely and it makes sense. And then something I wanna, you know, I guess like emphasize too, you know, when understanding like the deal in this indication is like even understand like how they're underwritten. Like I know a lot of people are just like scared of spreadsheets, but I, I, uh, you know, as I am on this journey, you know, maybe I'm not going to be like the main underwriter or maybe I will be, but even just understanding how all of those different pieces together, every single expense and debt and other types of income or different types of debts to take down certain assets. I feel like, you know, whether you're going to be, uh, talking to brokers and analyzing deals or raising money, you're still going to need to know how to underwrite at least to a certain extent. hundred percent, man. 100% absolutely agree with you. You, you don't, not everybody needs to be a master underwriter. Everybody in the multifamily space, every responsible multifamily syndicator should have a baseline understanding of, of underwriting and analyzing a multifamily asset. Uh, one how am I going to sell and explain an investment opportunity to somebody that I don't understand how we arrived at the investment <laughs> returns that I'm pitching? You know, that's, that's you know, what happens when they start asking me questions. Like I'm either going to lie, which, you know, don't do that's yeah. Just don't no, do no. that. Or yeah. two, I'm going to look like a fool. Cause I don't know the answer. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, absolutely. You know, get, get a baseline education, get familiar with underwriting the more you know about underwriting, I mean, the more you understand how all these numbers work together and, and how, you know, income and expenses and financing terms drive, you know, the, the ultimate returns, the different levers we can pull and adjust, you know, the more educated you'll be in general and the more knowledgeable you'll be. So the more credibility and competence you'll be able to exude when speaking to investors. You know, and let's let's give a shout out to some of the uh, underwriting resources that you would recommend, and then also that I, I guess like that I would recommend too. First off, like shout out to to Synthesis, uh, created by Chris Jackson. Like I know he just created it's. I think it was a it was the Synthesis first birthday um, yeah. <laughs> a couple check, of days ago. Go check out his YouTube channel. Ton of great content. Yeah, Chris Jackson Synthesis is an excellent tool. Yeah. And then um, any other underwriting resources that you would recommend? Yeah. You know, I run every Thursday evening underwriting Zoom call. So we get on a call with, you know, however many people show up. There's about 200 people in, in, the, in the Facebook group, you know, maybe 20, 30 people show up and we'll underwrite a deal together. We'll talk about different pieces of underwriting. Chris Jackson synthesis is awesome. You know, there, there's a lot of other great resources out there. And I don't know that I can name them all, but, you know, feel free to reach out anytime and, and we'll go through some of the stuff that I've been able to do to, to learn and, and to get where I am. Yeah. And I, I'm going to advocate for your, for your Zoom call on Thursdays because, because there's a lot of value and power to, to that group. Just like, I, I guess it's, it's also really uh, reassuring to know that a lot of other people are still going through like some of the same struggles and they're there to like answer any questions that I may have when it comes to underwriting or even just, even if I don't know anything about it and I'm still just learning, just being surrounded by it and seeing what people are doing is extremely beneficial. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate that. And, you know, we're all constantly learning. There's, you know, none of us are, are experts or masters, but 
at least I'm certainly not, but, you know, constantly, <laughs> constantly learning, uh, constantly growing and, and happy and, you know, excited always to, to learn and grow with, with other people trying to do the same thing. Got it. Nah, awesome. Yeah. There is so much to, to unpack in, in this episode, a lot of, a lot of great learning lessons and then resources that, that we've talked about. And, you know, if, if people want to continue the conversation, learn more and be surrounded by you and even possibly invest with you, um, how can they reach out to you, Lauren? Thank you, man. You can uh, reach me on at, at arrowscapitalgroup.com. Uh, Lauren at arrowscapitalgroup.com is my email. Lauren Jacobs on Facebook. Lauren Jacobs invests on Instagram. You know, hit me up, reach out, email me, message me anytime let me know how I can help you achieve your goals. I would love to help. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much again for coming back, Lauren. It was a, it was a, a great beneficial granular episode and I'm excited to to have you come back at it sometime in the very near future. And this is tremendous. I'd love to be back. This was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Taylor. Have an awesome day, man. I really appreciate the opportunity. Have an awesome day. Uh, I'll see you, uh, I guess, in a f- <laughs> later this day, too. <laughs> I look forward to it, my man. I look awesome. forward to it. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Multifamily Artist Podcast. If you got any value out of this episode, I'd greatly appreciate if you head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review the show, which will help more people receive that same value. If you're looking to connect and talk more about multifamily real estate, you can reach me at inrhythmmultifamily.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.